This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Vendee joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, we welcome you live to Tight End Sports Bar in Plano, Texas. Um... <laughs> it is National Championship Weekend. This is Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle. It is your choice. Where do you have it repaired? Choose Capital Collision Center. Uh, this opening segment is brought to you by Montana Custom Log Home. If you are looking to get a log home built, there is nobody better to build it than Montana Custom Log Home. Veteran-owned and operated and uh, woman-owned and operated as well. Get a hold of them at yourcustomlog.com. You can watch this show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can also uh, check it out on Podbean, Network One Sports, and so many more great places. Go to JasonWalkerShow.com. Our Twitter handle is at JWalkerSports. And, of course, our email, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. And you can also, anytime you want, give us a call or a text during the show at 406-209-1267. We got a big show. We're going to talk to the legendary play-by-play announcer for Montana State, Dean Alexander, will join us coming up. And when I talk about legendary, I mean legendary because Dean is the absolute best in the state of Montana, always will be. He is one of the best play-by-play announcers that ever was in the entire country. And uh, I love me some Dean Alexander. And we'll talk with him coming up here in a little bit. And we'll get his thoughts on the comparisons between 1984 and 1950, or 60s, uh, 50, wow, let's try this again. 1976, 1984, and this 2021 team for Montana State. So uh, that is all coming up. Also on this day in history, the walk-off, more. We've got some uh, postponements and some uh, weather-related issues. It was cold here today. In, in Plano, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth area, it was chilly, like 30 degrees, a little bit of a wind. But I know you, back home you guys got snow, a lot of it. It is cold, and uh, it's, supposed to, it's supposed to warm up. It's supposed to actually get warm down here. 63, I think, is the football forecast for... Uh... Wow, I just uh, saw a message. And I, that's not, uh, Chuck, I don't believe so. I don't believe, the team got here last night. Well, uh, sorry about the weather in Montana, uh, the update. Uh, so the team got here last night uh, and practiced at SMU, and, and nobody has said a word because they ha- we had the contingencies with COVID. Uh, someone told uh, uh, Facebook, I got a message here, uh, the cat's in the midst of a COVID problem and may have to forfeit. That, that's not, that's not going to happen. Okay, that's, that's not true. 
at least, I mean, there's no, it's not happening. If they were in the midst of a COVID deal, they would not have flown out yesterday. We would have had the contingency plan to put it into place and to play this game next Friday. So, Chuck, I do not believe that story at all. It probably came from a North Dakota State fan. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> um, because I think North Dakota State is scared. And uh, I think the Bobcats have a really good chance to win this game. And we'll talk about uh, that with Dean Alexander coming up here in a little bit. Uh, also, uh, like I said, on the state in history, much more. We are at Tight End Sports Bar in Plano, Texas. And uh, had a great time today. We went down, the family, my uncle, uh, went down along with my dad and my brother and I to the John Wayne Experience in, uh, in Fort Worth at the Stockyards. Holy cow, it was super cool museum. Awesome fun. Got an Old West photo taken. Uh, the four of us as outlaws and, and stuff. And then we also got to see a cattle drive because we like uh, uh, we talked to a guy and his daughter today. They came down. They drove down from Belgrade. You come from Montana to see a cattle drive, right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's why we're here along with the football game. The Stockyards are a great historical place, fantastic fun, and, uh, and we went to Billy Bob's. And uh, the legendary honky tonk, the largest honky tonk uh, in the world, and it was a great, cool place. And you hear the stories of Billy Bob's, you hear the fun. I mean, it's it's a it was a fun time. So it's been a, it's been a good road so far here on the road to Frisco as we hang out at Tight End Sports Bar in Plano, Texas, the best sports bar. Period. There's no. I've been to sports bars in a lot of different places. There's nothing better than tight end sports bar here in Plano, Texas. And uh, we appreciate Robert and the gang for letting us in and setting up the show. And I think we're going to got a Bobcat fan sitting right in front of us. Very cool. Very cool. I love it. Uh, I did want to say thanks to some great sponsors for helping to make this all possible. The uh, trip down here to the road to Frisco. Uh, wanted to thank Big Sky Brokers, Jay Shirley and the gang. Hey, look, if you're looking to buy a home in, in, in Montana, in the Helena area especially, Big Sky Brokers, nobody does it better than Jay, Anita, and the gang. Also want to thank uh, Montana Football Hall of Fame for uh, helping us get down here on the road to Frisco. The uh, Montana Football Hall of Fame banquet coming up uh, and will induct our new inductees for the 2022 class coming up. In uh, June, tickets on sale soon at Universal Athletic. Uh, Pinkerton and Company, a combat veteran-owned company based out of Wyoming. Handmade American leather in America. Minimalist wallets, custom saddles, products built to last. Check them out, PinkertonLeather.com. You can use the code MTSports10 for a 10% discount on all the products. Uh, also, uh, Overland Express, obviously the Dragon Wings. Uh, speaker sprinklers love green grass and excite baits where we uh, did our show from yesterday the worldwide headquarters and no we we brought we brought some some uh, some photos down we brought our helmet down uh, to uh, kind of decorate this place this is a fantastic sports bar it really is uh, I was talking to a gentleman uh, for, there's a lot of North Dakota State fans here and they've been coming here for well this place opened up about six years ago. And uh, here at uh, the sports bar at, at Tight Ends is the name. And it opened up about six years ago. Well, the one year that, that North Dakota State didn't make it when James Madison did a couple of years ago down here to Frisco, this guy runs a sports bar. His name's Brent. It's up in uh, Fargo. He actually flew 
four girls from here up to Fargo to his bar for the first game of the season. <laughs> so uh, North Dakota State fans have a connection down here, uh, which is uh, awesome. And uh, now Montana State fans are going to have one. We know the team was delayed eight hours out of Bozeman yesterday, flight problems. We know that... Uh, we know that uh, um, they got here last night and then practiced at SMU, a late-night practice. So uh, I know they're in town, and uh, there are press conferences with both coaches today. Unfortunately, uh, our Zoom had some issues, so we didn't, uh, weren't able to uh, get, get, uh, get the coaches on board, but that's okay. We'll check in soon. Uh, maybe tomorrow it'll be working for us. But um, the, t- the teams are here. The coaches are here. We're looking forward to it. There was some news that came out of the Big Sky Conference today and the NCAA uh, with the FCS and some awards. And the Big Sky Conference swept the FCS Athletics Directors Association uh, awards for top player of the year. It goes to Eastern Washington Eric Berrier, the quarterback for the offense, and Troy Anderson was named the Defensive Player of the Year in the FCS by the Athletic Directors Association. Uh, Berrier is the second straight year winning this award uh, after winning it in the spring. Joins uh, Cooper Cup as the only other Eagle to win the award twice. Cup won it, of course, in 2015 and 16. Uh, Eastern Washington's uh, Berrier, 40 touchdowns, two th- uh, 4,242 yards in the fall. Big Sky career record for total offense, passing yards, and passing TDs. Nelson named the league's offensive player of the year for the second straight season. Troy Anderson, of course, the Big Sky defensive player of the year. Uh, averaged 10.4 tackles per game. Uh, also had 9.5 tackles for loss, 3 sacks, 2 interceptions, 1 a pick 6. Leading the Bobcats here. He was also one of 13 finalists for the William V. Campbell Trophy. Awarded to college football's premier scholar-athlete. You join... Uh, uh, Berrier, who is going to be, uh, uh, he's a finalist top three for the Walter Payton Award. That'll be handed out tomorrow night here in Frisco for the Stats FCS, uh, Stats Perform FCS National Awards Banquet. And Troy Anderson, along with University of Montana's Patrick O'Connell, the junior from Glacier, are three, are two of the three finalists for, uh, the Buck Buchanan Award. And I think Troy's got a really good chance of winning it. I really do. As, uh, when you look at, at what Troy's been able to accomplish, and uh, I think uh, he's going to win it, being it's his senior year. Now, look, I don't know if, you know, if Patrick O'Connell is more deserving, but he's he wasn't the Big Sky player. He had a hell of a year, an absolute hellacious year. I don't think he wins it this year, but I think Patrick O'Connell can win it next year, which is exactly... Which is exactly, I think, what will happen. You know, you go back to um, uh, Dante Olson, who should have won it his junior year and probably his senior year, but he did officially win it his senior year. But I think Troy Anderson wins it this year, uh, and uh, those awards will be handed out tomorrow. There's... uh, there's, uh, It's going to be a a great great weekend and night down here in uh, in uh, Frisco, Texas. Um, Justin, hand those out. <laughs> uh, yeah, whoever wanted it. 
people wanting to listen to the show here in uh, in Tight End Sports Bar. And they can't hear it. We've got the great music play. But, hey, so we wanted to thank Robert and his crew. They took really good care of us here at, uh, for our first time down here. And it's been fun uh, here at uh, in the uh, the sports bar at Tight Ends. Uh, great TV. I can't even – I don't know how many TVs are here. There's a lot. Uh, so if you're ever in the Frisco area or if you're here now in the Plano town uh, or a town of Plano, you got to come. There are North Dakota State fans wall-to-wall in this building right now. And Bobcat fans are starting to get here because the Bobcats making their first trip, as we know, since 1984 to the FCS championship and uh, to the championship game. But, man, i, I got to tell you, it, it's cool to hang out with these North Dakota State fans. I know they're still from North Dakota. Okay, and, and like, I mean, the best thing to come out of North Dakota is probably I ninety four or I ninety, um, you know, and and when when you know the best the best the best looking thing, what do you call a good looking girl in North Dakota? Tourist, right? I mean, we know all the jokes. <laughs> we joke, we kid. My dad's a full blown North Dakota. Okay, born in Watford City, uh, nice nice state. But, uh, no, I, I tease. We have fun. Uh, we're having a good time here at Plano at uh, the sports bar. So if you're in the area, please come on down. We'll bring you here tomorrow night as well. And uh, tomorrow night is uh, going to be a very fun night. Speaking of which, we will have tomorrow autographed Gil Brandt signed cards. The Hall of Famer Gil Brandt, uh, who we're actually going to dinner with tonight the former executive for the Dallas Cowboys, really instituted the computerized draft system. He'll actually give us his draft uh, analysis of the Bison uh, players and also of Troy Anderson and and uh, I don't know who else from Montana State. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I've got a, got a tweet as... Uh, yeah, fun stuff. I, I love this job. I love I love being able to come down here, and thanks to our great sponsors for allowing it. But, uh, yeah, we're going to dinner with Gil tonight. He's going to give me his his draft analysis of what he thinks are the best players for North Dakota State and Montana State. That will include, of course, Troy Anderson. So we'll tell you about it tomorrow. But when you come down today, sure, bring it on up. People are buying drinks. I don't know who this Come here. Who, what's your name? This is Rachel, everybody. Come here. you got to say hi. We are at Tight End Sports Bar. This is Rachel. Oh, with the microphone. Or the camera's in your way here. Let me try this camera. There you go. This is Rachel. There. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, appreciate it. Uh, that comes from uh, uh, Hunter Lipke's dad. Bought me a, a drink. So appreciate that. Good luck Saturday. From Hunter Lipke's dad. Man, that is awesome. Thank you, Hunter. Appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, great uh, North Dakota uh, North Dakota State player. So uh, watch for him on, on on Saturday, number 44. That's really really cool. Appreciate that. So we'll uh, we'll cheers him later. Um, that's what we were, we were saying. We joke about North Dakota as a state, but it's the North Dakota State Bison fans. They know how to get it done here in Texas. Look, we remember when we had yesterday. We had uh, uh, Keith Break on, the host of the Breakdown on Bison 1660, Bison 1660, and he said the first year that North Dakota State was here, they warned the bars in this area to stock up on alcohol, like double their alcohol content, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're good, we got this," and they're like, "No, you have no idea." 
And Friday night before the game, the town of Plano, or Frisco, just near nearest, Frisco had zero beer cans left. I'm afraid that's going to happen here again tomorrow. Not only, I don't know if tight ends is prepared for it. I know they're prepared for North Dakota State fans. I don't know if this town, this city, this area is prepared for what's about to hit when all the Bobcat fans get here, too. And hopefully they can all get out of uh, Montana safely. But, uh, man, I, I love this. I love being down here. I, I cannot wait to come back. You hear me, Bobcats? <laughs> we got to come back. All right. Hey, let's take a quick break. When we return, we're going to check in with Dean Alexander. Okay? Dean, Dean's an idol of mine. He taught me so much about play-by-play, about work ethic, just in uh, about radio in general. You know, if you're a Bobcat fan in Montana, or, well, especially in Montana, you grew up with Dean Alexander from the 70s until his retirement in the early 2000s. Dean has done it all. He has seen it all. Dean was a protege of the legendary Lakers broadcaster Chick Hearn. Dean learned under Chick Hearn, and I learned under Dean. So I guess I have that connection to, to Chick. But Dean Alexander will join us when we return. Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by this opening segment. I think we're going to call it, like Keith Brake said, the walk and talk. Uh, we'll get that done. But this opening segment brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home building company in the industry. 50-plus years experience, veteran-owned and operated, along with woman-owned and operated. Get a hold of yourcustomlog.com. 15-plus floor plans for you to choose from. We'll take a break. When we come back, Dean Alexander joins us. The Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center, continues next. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. love being number one when your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one it feels good right kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with state farm because making you feel like number one is an honor your local state farm agent takes seriously through the good times and not so good your state farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right call state farm agent mike miller in helena today Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy... 
Stop by Dinner's Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Live on the road to Frisco, which is literally just next door here from Plano, where we are broadcasting live at Tight Ends Sports Bar, the best sports bar, period. There is no question about it. I've been to a lot of sports bars. I used to run a sports bar. There's nothing better than Tight Ends Sports Bar here in Frisco, and, or in uh, Plano, rather. And uh, looking forward to uh, coming back here tomorrow afternoon. If you are in the area, stop by and say hi. And uh, tomorrow, like I said, tomorrow we're going to have autographed Gil Brandt uh, Hall of Fame NFL Hall of Fame cards to give away here to uh, great fans. So if you're in the area, come on down. Uh, if you're a Bison fan, if you're a if, if you're a Bobcat fan, it doesn't matter. Come on down. Uh, once again, man, this is cool. This is how cool North Dakota State fans are. And North Dakota State fans are fantastic. They really are. And just like Montana State fans. And Hunter Lipke's dad, number 44, one of, one of the guys you're going to hear a lot about on Saturday, uh, bought, us a, bought us a drink. So we appreciate that. And, uh, and that's really cool. So there's a lot of comparisons being drawn to, you know, the 1956 team and the Cowboy Hats to this year's team in 2021. There's a lot of comparisons being drawn to the 1984 team with, you know, uh, great players, great, you know, coaching and, and, and the such. And there's really only one guy that can talk about it. Oh, there's comparisons to 1976, too. <laughs> but there's really one guy that, that can talk about it the best. He is as, uh, he's as legendary as I tell you he is because he's as good as, he, I mean, he's the best in the state. There was no, Mick Holine was great with the Grizzlies. Love Mick Holine, Bill Schwanke. Dean Alexander did it for over 30 years and was the absolute consummate professional and the best broadcaster ever. He taught me a lot. And I got an opportunity a little bit earlier today to chat with Dean, and he joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. Well, Mr. Alexander, it is always a pleasure to chat with you. How's life? Well, Mr. Alexander, it is always a pleasure to chat with you. How's life as you uh, hang out in Bozeman getting ready for a football game? Well, it's kind of snowy and cold, so, <laughs> you know, that certainly curtails the golf. But, boy, snow shoveling certainly on the boom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I heard it's, it's, not, uh, it's not exactly nice today. It's sunshine, but it's like 31, some wind, makes it a little chilly, but it's definitely not what you guys have back home. Yeah, amen. Yeah, I was thinking that today when I was out. That uh, if imagine, imagine if it were playoff time or something here, and you had to play a football game, it would not be much fun, boy. What was Dean? What was the the coldest game you ever announced? 
That would be the University of Idaho with Dennis Erickson came in to what was then the old sales stadium. That is the only time ever that I had the window in the booth shut, although it was not all the way. I had a, I had uh, enough room to stick the, the crowd mic out and put a, a uh, soft drink cup over it, plastic cup over it, to cut down the wind because the wind was blowing. It was, I mean, the field was hard. I remember interviewing Coach Erickson down on the field before the game, and I asked about the weather, and he uh, was very profound. He said, well, both teams have to play in it. So with that, I thought, okay, that's all I need to know. Yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely right. <laughs> it was miserable. There, there were literally uh, very few, if any, people left in the stadium by the time it was over. I mean, it was cold, wind blowing. It was kind of halfway sunny. I mean, it's kind of bright that, but it was it was just terrible. I mean, ridiculous. We're talking with uh, former MSU play-by-play announcer Dean Alexander, whom uh, the press box, half of which is named after, Ken Nicholson, the other. Uh, this is an exciting year, and I know you're not making the trip down to Dallas but or the Frisco area, but uh, you go to all the Bobcat games. What was different? When did this team turn special in your eyes this year? Boy, you know, I don't know. I, I think maybe it was just... After a, a few games, you know, you could you could kind of see something in there that uh, it, it was just kind of starting to, to gel. Although, actually, if I went back to the first game against uh, Wyoming, I mean, that would tell you something right there. Because you, wonder, you wondered, I did anyway, are they that good or is Wyoming not good or are they both pretty good and you know, are going to have pretty good seasons. Well, obviously, I think the Bobcats really, for their level, were better than Wyoming was uh, for its level. Yeah, I completely agree. And, uh, you know, you look back on it now and you're like, oh, that's a game that they've probably slipped through the hands a little bit. Um, and then, of course, you have the change at quarterback after the Grizz game. Were you surprised by that? Uh, definitely. Uh, two things on that. One, well, let me back up a little. I figured there would be some adjustments after the Grizzly game because uh, McKay just had a terrible game. It's like he just wasn't into it, you know, like he wasn't seeing anything and he panicked and wasn't good. And I figured, boy, they've got some work to do. Okay, so I thought we might see a little bit more of Tommy, you know, that they would they would maybe work that in there as they've done during the season, but more so. And then you get to thing number one, that McKay has – quit and left and think oh now they're forced to go with Tommy and so they get him in there and guess what Tommy was ready <laughs> I mean that was you know I mean that was the ultimate and so you think the first game well maybe he caught the other guys a little by surprise so uh, maybe you'll give him that a little bit but quite obviously that, that he was he was ready you know then and the Bobcats with this next man up stuff and that has worked in many of their positions but you get him in there and so then you start checking back on what he did in Butte in high school and it's the same thing you know I mean that was the thing the guy was in command he could throw it he could run he was smart and he just pulled it off and of course when you have a an old bobcat who's pretty darn good himself Eric Gray coaching him in high school you got to figure that the kids uh, got some football talent yeah, absolutely. Joined by Dean Alexander on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline talking Bobcat football. 
Where do? How can you? I mean, it's only been three games, but where do you put Tommy in the history of Bobcat football? Well, uh, let's go back '84. Uh, you know, last time they won the national title. Let's, let's just go back to that and look at Kelly Bradley when he was a total unknown, and and they came in and had a new offensive coordinator going to put in a new offense, and they put this kid in from Zambrota, Minnesota, who, when the Bobcats signed him, as I recall, they didn't sign him till like July, you know, of his uh, of his senior. So he went through all the signing periods. They bring this kid in, and I think. Probably we could compare that because we saw Bradley just get better every week, and then he had the command. And by the time they got to, you know, to the uh, title game, there he was. And I think that might be the same with Tommy. Tommy obviously with with fewer games, but uh, my goodness, the kid hasn't made a bad decision. I mean, he's in control, and and when you play the way that he has, uh, you have the confidence of your of your teammates, and golly gee, he has that. And uh, to say the least, I mean, uh, this team has found a way all year long, and you don't really panic in any situation uh, because they don't. And, of course, the head guy on the sideline, Beacon, Jiminy Christmas, you look over there at him, and he's just having a nice day there, just solid as it can be. He's not grabbing face masks or yelling at the refs or uh, doing anything. He's coaching the football team, and he's on even keel. That's the way his team plays. Yeah, he definitely is. Dean, uh, Dean Alexander joining us, Jason Walker Show. Uh, announced a lot of uh, Bobcat athletic events uh, over the years, and I know uh, I'm sure 84 is probably the one that stands out football-wise for you, and uh, maybe uh, maybe that game in 02 up in Missoula? Yes, that uh, I was talking about that to somebody today on that. That, uh, that was the one where, you know, you're over at the streak to say the least. And then you get the weather and, you know, you got a good team and you got Lule back there and Junior Adams so on. And, I mean, it's a knockdown drag out and then you come up with that one play. And then you're thinking, at least I was in my mind, could this be it? You know, could this be the difference? And it held up and, and they won it. And that, that was, yeah, that would uh, be up there with the 84 game in a different way. But it's certainly one of the, one of the best ever. When they uh, uh, started Lule as a freshman, I was uh, commuting. I was in Billings and, and coming to do the game. We go down to Pocatello, and uh, I'm interviewing Coach Kramer before the game, and he says, have you met Travis Lule? And I said, no, it's said, Travis. And he comes over, and, and this guy with a very quiet voice and a, a real soft handshake, you know, and, and that was it. I thought, okay, this is your quarterback, because you're used to a lot of quarterbacks being very strong personality. I mean, uh, Kelly Bradley, for one, a very strong personality, but in a presence. But Lule had it. I mean, that quiet confidence, and I think going back to, uh, oh, touchdown Tommy, that I think he has that too, that quiet confidence that, I am the leader. We're going to get this done, and ain't nobody going to panic. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I mean, Travis, I talked to him with his induction in June at the Montana Football Hall of Fame down in in, uh, in Billings. And, what a, I mean, he's still quiet and, and still shy, and uh, but he still commands the room. Yeah, he's, he's an incredible guy. I mean, he, he just did it all for the Bob Guest. But he, uh, he was a great, and as you look back on those, most of them, like he was – yeah, he had some pretty good stats, and Brad, he didn't know much about it, you know, coming in. 
they just take over. And uh, the thing with me, with uh, with Tommy, as I look at that, I'm thinking, goodness, you got three more years with this kid. How good is he going to be in this senior year up here? It, it's just incredible. But then you can look the other way and think uh, a lot's going to be expected. But I think he's probably used to that. Cause, well, he's a starter, I think, his sophomore year in high school in Butte. So everybody expects it, and he's delivered. Dean Alexander, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Take me through that 84 title run. I mean, I was nine years old. I remember going to games that year with my dad, but, I, you know, I didn't know anything at the time. I probably still don't know anything now, but when you look back at that run and that magical run all the way to the championship, what stands out? I think, uh, well, you know, they were, what were they, two and two to start it out, and I remember the lost at Eastern Washington. The first one, you win Mesa State, and that's okay because now you've won as many as you did the year before. You don't get too excited. It's Mesa State. Nothing against them. Then you go to Eastern, and on the bus, offensive coordinator Bill Dietrich asked uh, me and my color man, Paul Ellis, uh, what we wanted the first play to, th- to be, and we said throw the ball. So anyway, Bradley passed for 60-some times, and they lost. You think, oh well, then they... Uh, go down to Idaho at the Kibbe Dome, and they beat them. So now you're, okay, you're doing something. But then they come home and lose, unbelievably, in Reno Sales to Idaho State. You think, oh Well, then it started because they go three games in a row where they get over 40 points, and they get Weaver and Nevada and Portland State. And then Boise State, uh, Jesse Jones with that run down the uh, sidelines on the far side where he just bowled guys over like, he was in a bowling alley and got all the way down there. They beat Boise State. They beat the Grizz. And then they uh, get, again, they blow up Northern Arizona. And so then you've, you've now played through your league. What a great year. Here you go. And you're starting to think now there should be something more. I mean, there should be some playoffs coming. But you're going to Fresno. And that uh, was D1, now FBS, coached by former Bobcat coach Sweeney. And you get down there, and you have that big play that they had so many games with Big Nell catching the pass and just taking them with him into the end zone. And they beat Fresno State, and bingo, you're in the playoffs. And then you get Arkansas State, and you get a home game, which was fantastic. And uh, I think the weather got to those guys, and they kind of the third and fourth quarters, you know, up there at the stadium, it can get kind of brisk, particularly when you're talking December. And so then the biggie of the biggies, and to me this was the national title game. We didn't know it at the time, but Rhode Island highly ranked, a quarterback that just threw it all over the lot and could, and I mean, here you go. And uh, Bobcat's going along, and here he is all of a sudden got him down on the three-yard line, and it's the end of the dream, it's the end of everything, and it's over. Well, not quite. Joe Roberts steps in, gets the interception to three-yard line, and goes the other way. And then you're in the national title game down in Charleston, South Carolina against Terry Bradshaw's alma mater, Louisiana Tech. And uh, Louisiana Tech didn't figure out what they were up against. Number one, that defense from uh, Bobcats was just tremendous, as it had been all year. And then you had a quarterback who could and would throw it, had uh, guys that could catch it. And although it ended up 19-6, to it really wasn't that close. I mean, uh, fellows uh, sacked their quarterback five times. It was just it was just something, an exercise in futility for them. And, and doing the game, you could kind of see it early, and you don't want to get too excited. You know yourself do a play-by-play, but mm-hmm. how it's going to end out, you don't want to do that. But you could kind of see that maybe this looks like this might be the real deal, and these guys are going to win it all. And 
course they did. And that was a, it was a good game, you know, but not a heck of a game like Rhode Island. I think Rhode Island was was probably the best. They were ranked two in the nation. I think Louisiana Tech was like number nine. So, you know, that was great. But uh, that was a year. That was a magic carpet ride. You didn't expect much, and it just developed into, whoop, look at this. This year would be somewhat similar in the fact I'm not saying you didn't expect much. You knew they'd be pretty good. But once they got it rolling, because you have a new head coach and you're not sure, but once they got it rolling, there it was. I mean, there's there's some similarities there in a different way. As Yogi would say, they're similar in a different way. But, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's deja vu all over again, Dean. Yeah, amen, yeah. <laughs> Dean Alexander. Nobody eats there. It's too busy. Yeah. There you go. Jason Walker Show. We're joined by Dean Alexander, the legend. Uh, how many times did you win Montana Sportscaster of the Year? Oh, I don't know, maybe half a dozen or so. Yeah. You got me there. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm, I've lost more um, than you, I think. Um, but anyway, aside from all of that, they're, they're supposed to announce the the winner today or uh, this week. Um, but yeah. as as we uh, as we chat and continue, a few more questions. Um, Montana connections, Montana kids. You look back at that '84 team. Can you compare that and the Montana strong to this year's team? Well, you know, you talk about touchdown, touchdown Tommy from Butte. Well, we had uh, Mr. Touchdown, number 18, back in the day on 84, and that was Kelly Davis, a sophomore out of Butte. So, you know, I think he, uh, he, caught, uh, he caught nine touchdowns or more. I forget what the total number was, but uh, that was a pretty good uh, Butte connection there to – to say the least, I think he uh, he contributed uh, big time to that. You have Zach Peters, who was uh, backing up Lonnie Burt. Lonnie was Helena, nose guard, and uh, Zach was a senior also, and and he was from Butte. So that's uh, that's some pretty good representatives from Butte on that one. If you want to make some comparison, sure. and then you got the guys from smaller towns in Montana and all that. I mean, it's it's all kind of there. You know, they had uh, what I would say a pretty good core of uh, guys from Montana, and uh, MSU does too. And FSU, if you want to sit down and count them up, there's a big number of kids playing for the Bobcats now that are from Bozeman. And that is that tells you a lot about the football program in yeah. Bozeman too at Bozeman High. Yeah, no question. Of course, uh, one of the big ones on this year's team, he's won an award almost every single year at different positions, and he's also the uh, Defensive Player of the Year this year in the uh, uh, FCS. Troy Anderson from Dillon. You've seen a lot of great players, Dean, at Montana State pass through the locker room, pass through Reno H. Sales to Bobcat Stadium. Where does Troy Anderson rank in the annals of the history there? Well, he's always going to have to be mentioned with the greatest because I have to, you know, I've thought about this because, okay, so you go with Troy Anderson, the offensive player. I mean, he performed. Look at what he did. You know, as quarterback and running back, okay? But then you figure, well, wait a minute. He also played on the other side of the ball and was just as good. We haven't had that. I mean, we had Bill Kohler was a big-time defensive player, you know, and you had Ryan Johnson as a running back, as an example. We've uh, touched a little bit on the quarterbacks, the Iron Tumbleweed, Don Haas going way back there, so on. But you look at Anderson, number one, uh, he has size, you know, and he has the speed. I remember seeing him in a couple of meets in high school as a sprinter and could not believe it how big he was and how fast he could run. And then we 
seen it here on the football field with his breakaway speed that once he gets past the line, good luck. And anybody in the league could catch him. I mean, it's just phenomenal. So whenever, and you're going to have people from different eras talk about the greatest Bobcat players and who it was and who's this and that he played in the pros or whatever. But you're going to have Troy Anderson up there all time with any of them. You know, and I think it just depends on uh, what your favorite years were as a Bobcat fan as to who you might believe is your favorite. But I've been watching Bobcat football, obviously, since... 1973, so I'm going to be pushing 50 years before long, and at 50 years, I can't uh, tell you anybody that was any better. I can tell you some that were as good in their way, but they were one side of the ball. He's two sides of the ball. Yeah, he's just an absolute animal and, and one of the nicest guys, too, that uh, that is playing in the game of football at Montana State. Um, you mentioned uh, 1973, but going back to that 1976 uh, season as well, did you know in 84 that there was, or, you know, was there that comparison to the 76 where it was, you know, that special, that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just so special in 84, but that 76 team was just as special. Yeah, it was. That was a, a tough football team. Paul Dennehy, the quarterback, and they were known for just running the ball and running over people, uh, Paul didn't throw the football a lot, but that was Sonny Holland's style, and quite obviously it worked very well. But they were just tough. And I remember the Akron Gamer, when they were introducing the guys, you know how they have each one get in front of the camera and say their name, and they're kind of half giggling. So I thought, you guys don't have a clue. You are in for one long afternoon, you know, because mm-hmm. those guys played, they came at you, you know, everybody to the ball, as they talked about, or, it just wasn't one guy making the tackle. It seemed like you're tackling the front two or three rows of the stands for it on the tackle too. I mean, it was it was something. I mean, they they just literally raised hell to say the least. When you talk coaches in Montana State, obviously, you know Sonny Lubick, Sonny Holland, um, Dave Arnold. You know those guys that have won. Uh, and, and Jeff Choate built this team, but Brent Vegan took it to the championship game, and and a lot of. Sim, you know the the similarities, different styles as well. But you know, Choate's, Choate has been such a big influence on this team. But I loved what he said, Dean, last week in an interview. He goes, "I can't say that if I'm still the coach that we're in the championship game." Do you think that that Montana State's there if if Jeff Choate's still the coach? Ah, uh, boy, that I, I saw that, Jason, and I, I asked myself the same thing, and that's something. Literally, we'll never know, but uh, we have kind of contrasting styles, you know, as head coaches. Uh, Vegan, I think, is he's just kind of laid back a little more. Probably laid back is probably not the proper term, but it's different styles, and Mm -hmm. I think showed is right, you know, and uh, that's one thing all coaches deal with, and that is after you've coached a group for a couple, two, three years, Sometimes they're not as attentive at certain times as they have before because it's the old we've heard this song and dance before. Whereas you got the new guy coming in, and that's a question mark, too. Are they going to pay attention? Well, obviously the way he did it and a few of the changes that he made, he got them to buy into it. And I'm not saying that he got any extra out of them, but he got it all out of them. You know? And uh, it, it's a tough comparison to make. It, it's not fair to say that... Show wouldn't have done it, you know, whatever, but uh, give him credit for getting the guys here. If you go back to uh, 
back to 84. The seniors there were on their third coach because Sonny Lubick basically recruited all of them. Right. You know, and then the second year, uh, they had Doug Graber in there, and then you got Arnold who gets one win, and then he's back for his second year. So that was a little different thing, too. You know, you could have said, well, you know, what if Sonny had stayed? Well, who knows? Right. What if Graybert stayed? Who knows? But the thing is, you got to give credit to the guy who got it done, and that would be Vegan in this case, and going back to Dave Arnold. I mean, they were the guys, because if they'd lost it and hadn't done anything, you wouldn't be pointing the finger or saying, you know, whatever. So sure. so that's the deal. Schott was, was right. I mean, I agree with him on that. You will never know. You don't know, but... He had a great run here, and he gets credit for all that, but you'll never know if he could have been the guy that took him there this year. As Bobcat fans, as Bob, you know, guys that have grown up around that program, do you, and I hate to say this, but was that Grizzly loss the best thing that happened to this Montana State team this year? Uh, I thought that at the time, and that took Guts as a head coach, where you took that, and he didn't go off the deep end and go nuts, you know, the world is ending and all this, so on, and he went to the deal, and he took a look at it, and he made the decision. And that was, you take your starting quarterback and bench him and bring in a green freshman. And that that was beyond belief in terms of guts. You know what that could have done. A lot of people think it could have gone the other way, and you'd lost every game you played after that. But it worked out the opposite way, so now you're about half a genius. But, I mean, it took guts to make that decision. You know, I mean, come on. A lot of coaches wouldn't have made that decision. They'd have tried to make some adjustments at quarterback or, or have him do something different or whatever. But just to go that way, wow. That's uh, in effect because, yeah, we'll remember the Grizzly loss. There's no doubt about that. You don't forget those. But I think that has been buried uh, way deep down with what has happened since that game. I mean, it's, boy, you beat the number one team in the nation on their home field. You beat South Dakota State, who was favored coming in here. Etc. And here you are. You're in the title game. Any advice for the uh, for Zach Mackey, the play-by-play guy, and and, the, and Dan Davies and, and Mikey Ryder and the crew? Nope. They uh, they do a fine job. You know yourself when you're doing it. Uh, they're not me. I'm not them. I'm not you. You're not me. We all have our own style and do it in what fits, and it works well for them. And it's uh, I'm happy for them that they get a chance to do it because I enjoy listening, but it's every probably play-by-play guy's dream that you get to do a championship game somewhere, and uh, there they are, and of course, Dan was on the team in 76 as a walk-on from Chinook. He was a coach in 84, and here he is finishing up his uh, his career 40 years at Montana State, again with the championship game. I'll tell you what, that's that's pretty doggone good. There's a really that's a really good connection. I mean, everybody talks about the cowboy hats in '56 to this year, but you forget about Dan and, and the, the impact that he's had in, in Bobcat athletics overall. Yeah, he is. He has been there. You know, when he was uh, working with me, and I'm the guy that brought him into the booth. When he was working with me, one of the the big reasons, obviously, the football knowledge and experience that all counts. That's big. But working with me, and particularly on the road, that he knew boosters, ex-players, parents, bobcats, mm-hmm. so on and so forth, because of his long-time association with Montana State University from first as a student and then on through. And that was always a plus, because he always had some different things and then helped me make the connection to various members of the bobcat family. And if you want to 
know the real deal, going all the way back, one of the reasons he got into the booth besides the football and all that is uh, when my son was nine years old, uh, as a program up at MSU, you had to take a young grade school kid and mentor that kid as part of the curriculum. Well, Dan Davies, that's the first time I met him, and he mentored my nine-year-old son. That's how I got to know him and what a hell of a guy he is. It, it, uh, it has carried on through there. It's uh, a long time, long time, and uh, he'll have a good time in retirement. He'll have to spend a lot of money buying me coffee, but he'll get used to it. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your handicap on the golf course? Uh, clubs and balls, normally. That's pretty much it. If I could play without those I, and just use the scorecard and the pencil, maybe I'd be in the 70s every oh, round, but I, I, like just, I just can't do it. You'd be winning uh, PGA Tours all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I love to, I love to play, as I tell people when I go out there, I, say, I play golf. That's it. Yep. I play. So if it's 102 or 92 or 85 or whatever it might be, I'm happy with that because I made the whole round I played and didn't run out of balls or lose any clubs. Well, as a as a young announcer uh, growing up, it was always a pleasure to listen to you and then finally got to, the chance to work with you. I actually still have the very first play-by-play set headset that I ever used that you uh, so graciously gave me. Um, still has duct tape on it that you had, uh, but it, uh, the old cough button, I remember uh, as well. But uh, I uh, have always treasured that. I've treasured all the advice over the years, and uh, it's been a, it's been such a, an honor to know you um, and, and work with you and, and everything like that. What will be the score, and who wins Saturday? Um. Let me look here. It's the uh, 27 to 20, and the Bobcats will have the 27. Well, I knew that was going to be the, yeah. <laughs> you you got to pick the Cats, right? Yeah. There, well, there's no way. I, you know, I've, I've gone over the thing. I've seen North Dakota State play two, three times this year on TV. They're not the same North Dakota yeah. State. They're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good. But uh, the Bobcats are better than they expect. You know, I, I can tell you that. The Bobcats, they should be awake because the Bobcats just showed San Houston State and South Dakota State. They weren't quite ready. They didn't think these guys could do that. And these guys play. You know, the coaches say, snap the whistle. You better uh, better bring your lunch pail with an extra sandwich because they're going to be there for you. Yeah, there's, there's no question about that. Uh, real quick, how good is this defense in comparison to 84 and previous great defenses for the Bobcats? Uh, they're up there. They're up there with them. I don't know. Eighty-four was a spectacular defense for the Bobcats, no doubt about it, with lots of big-time standouts. But I think this is a very workmanlike defense, and and uh, I think they've proven with with what they've done with these teams, where when it when it really uh, is necessary to give a little more, they can do it. So they're up there. Uh, what I would say is they're probably a championship caliber defensive team. They're going to win it all. It's a defense that can uh, can do that for you. That can get you there with the opportunity to win it. Well, Dean, I've uh, like I said, I appreciate everything that you've done over the years, uh, not only for uh, Bobcats but for me personally. And it's a it's a great honor to chat with you on a couple of days here before a championship. Go Cats! Yeah, amen. Jason, uh, best of luck to you. doing a great job. And root those cats on to victory, are you? That is uh, Dean Alexander joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home. It's your auto. It's your life. Mike understands to Get a hold of Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Quick break. Coming right back. 
to Plano, Texas. We are live for the first of two great days at Tight End Sports Bar in Plano, Texas. And we'll talk uh, on this day in history, some postponements back home in Montana for basketball and much more still to come here at Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture. 1010 Dearborn in Helena. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. It's the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back. Jason Walker Show, final segment on a Thursday. We are live at Tight End Sports Bar in Plano, Texas. On this day in history coming up, we'll also talk uh, the walk-off and more. And uh, some cancellations and postponements in uh, basketball back home. Because apparently it's uh, it's cold, it's snowy, and, well, I'm sorry because we're in Texas. Uh, great sponsors making this possible. But i got to bring in this guy. So... It's John, is it Lipke? Is that right? Yes, sir, Lipke. Okay. Yep. Uh, Hunter Lipke's dad, uh, he's a good football player. 
Yeah, he's not bad. <laughs> Thank you for the uh, adult beverage, by Absolutely, the way. buddy. That's, um, that's what we're about. So you guys have been coming down here for a long time. Yep. Uh, give me some advice. There's Montana State fans that are still flying in today or tomorrow. Give me some advice to tell them of what to expect when you get down here to the Plano Frisco area. Just a friendly environment that we, uh, I mean, it's it's about a sport. That's that's what we treat it like. You know, it's it don't matter who we play or you know. Or, I mean, every time we come down here, it's 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 like family. You know, if if you don't know, if you don't have tailgating, just stop by. You see Bison fans tailgating, stop by and say hi. You know. How did we end up with the it's Bison and not Bison? I have no idea. I'm from Wisconsin. I, <laughs> I have can no tell idea. A little bit. So, North Wisconsin. <laughs> yes. Yes. I am from North Wisconsin. I have no clue how they come up with Bison, but. That's how we do it. So I gotta say, North Dakota State fans are by far the coolest competition fans I have met. Um, I think we have, we both share the same feeling. There's that school in, in Western Montana that I don't think either one of us are fans of. I, I don't really know that team. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't. I, I don't. We yes. don't get to play that much, so no, that's, no. that's the whole thing. You know, it's we're just we're just happy it's not SDSU down here. That's all we care about. And so Montana State did its part. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. We're um, happy to see you guys. So you guys beat Montana State uh, in 2018 to 2019. Yep. What is different about this team for Montana State that you've noticed? Um, quarterback, is, he's, he's unbelievable for a freshman. I mean, you can't, you, you can't take that away from him. You know? uh, my son is a fullback, so... Running back, uh, obviously, I pay more attention to defensive line. You know what, what you guys got up front there. Your DM is—he's a stud. You know, uh, that's that's what I take away from it. You know, what I see my kid has got to do to you know try and get through what you guys are going to show. You know, so yeah, up front, up front is a lot lot different than what it was before. So. Okay, so when you're down here, how many times have you been here? Uh, this this will be my second time. Okay, yep. so. Like I said, first year fans coming down. It, it, it's like, is there enough alcohol between North Dakota fan and North Dakota State fans, the state of North Dakota, and Montana State? No, because no, I know you guys drank Frisco Dry in 2011. Yeah, yeah. we uh, we're working on that tonight, and uh, <laughs> what we were told already is we already we already ate them out of olives, so uh, <laughs> we're we're uh, we're pushing the limit on on uh, Budweiser products right now. They said so. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Yep. That is awesome. Yep. Uh, North Dakota State fans, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm becoming a fan of your guys' team yep. because of your fans. And, and it's, it's really, it's, uh, it's nice to see that. There's not that animosity. No. There will be Saturday for a few hours. That's, that's what it's all about. We're not going to be friends or family on right. Saturday right. until afterwards. Right. Before the game, before the game, we're friends and family. Like I said before, anybody that's coming down, if you guys don't have a place to go. You can stop by any, and I mean that by heart. You can stop by any any tailgate, North Dakota tailgate site, and they'll invite you in with, with their arms open. You do not have to worry about that ever. That's, that's whether it's here or at Fargo or wherever. You know, so it's a. Um, tell me about your kid and how did he end up at NDSU? Uh, actually, he come home. He come home one day and said, "Dad, uh, there's a coach at school. Uh, he showed some interest." And he asked me if he could go to their camp. And at that point, I knew nothing about North Dakota State. I, honestly, I didn't know. I didn't even know they had a football team. So 
Obviously, I told him, yes, of course, I'll take you out there. And uh, so we come out to the camp, knew nothing about them, knew nothing about their history, record, whatever, you know. And uh, so he did the camp. And Coach Roll and Coach Gazer took, took us around and, and showed us the facilities and showed us the trophies and the rings and everything. And I mean, it, it just it was an eye opener. And it, he told me that day, you know, he said that, I mean, he had a preferred walk on in Wisconsin. Um, it just—it was a no-brainer. He just—he loved it from there on out. You know, it just—it was. He told me that was the place he was going, and that was—that was it. So that is awesome. So what part of Wisconsin are you guys from? We're from Central Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, kind of around the Wasa area. Okay. Right about the center of the states. I've never been there. So, is there—is it Wisconsin? This the like geographical center of the U.S. Uh, Similar, yeah. Or North America? Yeah, I think. Okay. Kind of sort of. What's the weather like back home today? Uh, well, it was 27 below when we left <laughs> on Friday. My wife and I drove down on Friday. Okay. And so I have family in, in Georgetown, which is just three hours south of here. We usually come down and stay the week with them. But it was 27 below when we left. A lot of people look. I'm in shorts, so a lot of people think I'm crazy right now. It's 40 degrees here. I know, right? 27 below to this. I'm happy. Well, and it's funny because uh, my uncle lives here, and he's he's a he's kind of a wuss. He's from Montana, right? He's kind of a wuss. He's in jeans. We were at the stockyard today, and he's shivering, and you know, I should have double layered. I need yeah. my thermals. Um, and then my brother and my dad and I are just like we're in hoodies. You know, like what yeah. what are you talking about? It's you know seven below back home, yep. bunch of snow on the ground. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's no, gonna be sixty three for game time. Right. When we get back. When we get back, there's a big cold front coming. It's supposed to be like 30 below on Monday when we get back. So it's this well, is, we're sending it your way from Montana over. Right. Yeah, yeah, appreciate. <laughs> so yeah, hey, appreciate the drink. Um, good luck on Saturday. It's going Same to be a, a, a fun time, and I know you know Brent Vegan, and I yep. think I think it's been played up a little bit too much because he was there a long time ago. Yep. He's not there. He hasn't been there anytime you know lately. So. Yep. No, I I, uh, I listened to his press conference and what he said about my, my son. I mean, yeah, I that it brings tears to my eyes. You know, when I hear that stuff, and, and uh, I just I appreciate it. I mean, it, you guys got good fans from from everything I see. I mean, we met a few people down here, and it's it's great. It's it's what I like. You know, I I hate I hate seeing that where everybody's got to be button heads against. It's a game, you know, and that's what these boys play for. They practice for, you know, and, and, and uh, I just I like to see that the competition part, which is good, but you know, the fans to get together, have a good time before, during, after, and everything. It's it's great. I just I love it. So, can you imagine the collision between your son Hunter and say Troy Anderson on yeah. Saturday? I mean, <laughs> that's going to be a big collision I, and a lot of I force. To you, I I hope I hope we're going to see that a lot. I do. And Hunter goes backwards. No, no, fuck. I mean, <laughs> he, uh, he don't go backwards much. So he'll probably go backwards once or twice. I, I, you know, I'm not going to say he's not going to. Right. Uh, but, I just uh, think it's, i got to give you a hard time. It's, no, you know, I don't. I don't. Away, I don't. But, yeah. I, uh, it's going to be a great game. Yes, I, I can't wait for it. Okay, give me your for. score prediction. Because these are two of the top defenses in the country, scoring yep. defense, yep. the top two. Yep. You've got high-powered offenses against unbelievable defenses. So what's your? I know you're picking the Bison. Yep. So what's your score? Uh, I think it's going to be close. I really do. I think it's going to be close. I think 
1976, Ted Turner bought the Atlanta Braves for about $12 million. 1994, Nancy Kerrigan attacked by Tanya Harding's bodyguard in Detroit. 1995, Lenny Wilkins of the Atlanta Hawks becomes the uh, all-time winningest coach in NBA history, passing Red Auerbach. And one birthday today, 1937, Lou Holtz, the great football coach and uh, broadcaster, was born on this date. Uh, let's do this. Show, what did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off is presented by... Cafe Zydeco, the big easy meets the big sky, the best Cajun this side of Louisiana. Po' boys, unbelievable everything. It is fantastic. And I really love Cafe Zydeco. Um, had a good time. We're having fun. In in John Wayne Museum, if you get a chance, the, the stock. I got to meet uh, the Fort Worth Stockyards today. Jeff Metters, the Jeff Metters of the National Finals Rodeo. Yes, met him. We were right next to the Cowboy Channel. He was walking by. It was great. Uh, went into Billy Bob's today. We had a lot of fun. It was a good time. And you know what else is going to be a good time? Continuing this tomorrow. We're going to be here in Plano, Texas. Hey, the Bobcat fans are loving this one. Little Alabama, if you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. That's what they played when the Bobcats beat South Dakota State. A couple of weeks ago, down in Bozeman in the semifinal game of the FCS playoffs. All right. So don't forget, tomorrow here, tight end sports bar in Plano, we'll be uh, handing out Gil Brandt autographed NFL Hall of Fame cards. Also, we'll talk to Sam Herder from Hero Sports FCS. We'll talk to Leon Costello. He's scheduled to join us. Thanks to Dean Alexander for joining us today. Uh, Robert and the staff, Mallory, Rachel, and everybody here at that uh, tight end sports bar in Plano. We're going to do it again tomorrow. Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Hope to see you here. If you're in town, stop by. Tight end sports bar, Plano, Texas. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.